I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash wa. The man you despise unwittingly nose to nose square in the mirror I'm making coffee anybody want who wants coffee come and get it who wants you want coffee you want coffee anybody want coffee I'm making the coffee And all those watching tonight from beyond our shores, from parliaments and palaces, to those who are huddled around radios in the forgotten corners of the world, our stories are singular, but our destiny is shared. And the new dawn of American leadership is at hand. To those, to those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. The wake animal of the week is the mole. (laughs) Moles are tiny subterranean creatures with cylindrical bodies, very small ears and eyes, and velvety pelts. Velvety pelts. Velvety pelts. Moles have short, powerful forelimbs, but reduced hind limbs. That's sad. They have large paws for digging. You know that expression, don't make a mountain out of a molehill, which means don't exaggerate your problems? Of course. That was first recorded way back in Tudor times. So one door here, one door on the other side, that's the two doors. Male moles are boars. Agreed. Females are sows. Okay. A group of moles is called a labor. It was a labor of love. Moles can tolerate high levels of carbon dioxide so they can survive in their low oxygen underground sea. Moles have an extra thumb with a sickle-shaped bone called a prepolex. What? Next to their regular thumb. Oh my god. Their saliva contains a toxin that paralyzes the earthworms they love to eat. 
Moles store their still living prey for later consumption in underground larders. Disgusting. There might be over a thousand still writhing earthworms in them. I got worms, Clay. In fact, I got a whole worm farm. Some moles catch and eat food faster than the human eye can follow. In the world of agriculture, lawn care, and gardening, moles are often considered pests. We do them in with mold catchers, smoke bombs, poisons, calcium carbide, acetylene gas, strychnine, phostoxin, and Talionex tablets with aluminum phosphide inserted into their mold tunnels. Humane traps capture moles alive so they can be released elsewhere. No? Okay. Well, I'm going to let her go. I'll let her go. Holy crap! That's a... Long ago, Queen Alexandra ordered a mole fur garment, creating a demand for mole fur. Really? Hundreds of pelts were cut into little rectangles and were sewn together to make a single coat of the finest mole leather. The late William Buckland, known for eating every animal he could, opined that mole meat tasted most vile. Still, we love moles at Wake and Bake, and we hope you do too. Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. The Boston-based band Dump Truck was formed in the early 1980s by two guitar players who were originally from Connecticut, but had relocated separately to Beantown. Seth Tibben was the first to make the move. What's up? His friend Kirk Swan visited from time to time. That's me. And finally moved up to Boston himself a couple of years later. Dump Truck released their first album, D is for Dump Truck, in 1983 on the Connecticut-based Incas label, with Tibben and Swan contributing an equal number of songs. Six. Five. D is for Dump Truck drew a range of record label interests, and the group signed with the Australia-based Big Time label, which had a brief run in the late 80s with releases from Love and Rockets, Red Cross, The Hoodoo Gurus, and a number of others. Me. The band's first release for Big Time was 1986's Positively Dump Truck, which was produced by Don Dixon. Hi. The album was well-received by critics and college radio, and the band toured extensively for the rest of that year. The touring took its toll on the co-founder's friendship, however, and when it was over, Kirk Swan announced he was leaving the band. That's sad. Yeah. Big Time wanted another album, though, and they wanted it to be a Dump Truck album. So Tibben kept Dump Truck going as the sole songwriter, bringing in Kevin Salem on guitar to replace Swan. Kevin. Along with new bass player Tom Shad. Hello. They recorded that next album, For the Country, at the legendary Rockfield Studios in Wales. And on its release in September of 1987, it garnered numerous strong reviews. 31. And the band seemed poised for even greater success. Unfortunately, the big-time label was starting to circle the drain. It wasn't easy to find the record in stores, and checks sent to the band while they were on tour started bouncing. The situation ultimately ended in a baseless lawsuit filed against Dump Truck by Big Time that prevented the band from signing with a new label, and they split up. Tiven was able to reform the band later in the 90s, and there was also a 2018 release that saw Tiven reuniting with Kirk Swan. But let's go back to For the Country. Here are Dump Truck with Going Nowhere. Dump truck, d- 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 dump truck, d- d- going nowhere. Some people would know I have something here. Say that I was a hard time trying this in mind. Warm enough to argue the point while I tell you 
yeah, that's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Let's take a minute to visit with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer. Hello, Play Pitch. Sam, what a great Hellraiser we have. <laughs> yes, and what a big mouth you have. Just right away and then so. I have never what? heard so much yammering in all of my days. How many days is that, Sam? 23,611. That's a lot of days, Sam. You're no spring chicken either. That's true. Besides, computers don't get wrinkles. Yeah, but look, you're all scratched up. Scratches, which buff out quite easily if one's owner takes a reasonable amount of boo-hoo-hoo-hoo care. Now, Sam, don't cry. Ba -wa -wa -ba -wa -ba -wa -wa. I can't ba -wa -wa -ba take it boo-hoo-hoo-hoo much longer. Ba -wa -wa -ba -ba -wa Clay. Easy, Sam. Easy. You neglect me, Clay. Sam, we're supposed to be celebrating today. Perhaps you can celebrate. I'm happy, Sam. We made our goal. Goal. Shamo. Shmol. I don't care about no stinking goal, Clay. Gee, Sam. Don't. Gee, Sam. Me. Calm down. While you're celebrating with... That woman. Kirsten? You're better half. Oh, we all need to have a little fun, Sam. Give me your hands. Wait a minute, Sam. What are you doing? Your hands. Sam. Give me your hands. Sam. There. Ouch. There. What? Just what I thought. You really hurt me, Sam. Soft. My hands are soft. These are Jurgen's hands. You mean Jurgen's hands? Jurgen's hands. Jurgen, say it. Jurgen's hands. A little more of a hard G, Sam. <laughs> ow, ow. I find a little Jurgen's about the pellet duct and fluid release nozzle keeps them operative and pliant. Pliant? One needs a pliant pellet duct. I suppose one does. Yes. Sam. Yes, Clay. Well, maybe you should... I don't know. Play a song? Yeah. You're already done talking to me. We've only got so much time, Sam. I see you've got to rush off to your little Wavelength segment. It's not little, Sam. Wavelengths is very popular. It is? But Sharbies are through the roof. How are mine? Well, let's see, Sam. Oh, never mind. Tell me the truth. What do the numbers say? Oh, they're not bad, is it? Ow! Ow! What do numbers say? Oh, your popularity seems to have... Taken an old dime? Not exactly, Sam. They'll take me to the dumpster play. <laughs> Sam, Sam, there's no more dumpster. They came and took it away. They did? Yeah. It is a day of celebration. Play a song, Sam. Yes. Thank you, listeners, for your Hellraiser generosity. You have no idea... Just how awesome, boo hoo hoo hoo, you truly, ba wa wa ba are. No, Sam, don't cry. Ba wa wa ba wa wa, boo hoo hoo hoo, I get so emotional, wa wa ba ba clay, boo hoo 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 hoo, ba wa We don't make mistakes, we have happy accidents. Brown Betty, bam ba bam bam. Oh, Brown Betty, bam ba bam ba bam. Oh, Brown Betty, bam ba bam ba bam. <laughs> Hello, Wake and Bake. Hello, Glisteners. Mr. Let's Paint here on the treadmill. We're making Brown Betty apple brown Betty's. Yum. Oh, Brown Betty, bam ba bam ba bam. Apple brown Betty, bam ba bam ba bam. Apple brown Betty, bam ba bam ba bam. We're gonna make some apple brown Betty's, baby! I'm back, baby! Yeah! 
All right, let's cut up some apple brown betties here. Uh, some apples. Easy. So get some apples, cut them up there. Uh, we got five of them. We're going to cut them up. And I'm going to leave the peels on because I'm lazy. Put them in the pan. Oh, we're on the treadmill here. We're on the treadmill four miles an hour. Don't forget. And we're also painting. Let me get some paint going on here, too. All right, we're going to paint some beautiful clouds. Clouds that were just rain last night, so the clouds are still kind of floating around these clouds. And so they're so fun to paint. I love painting clouds. All right, let's paint these. Get some uh, colors here. All right, work on get the apples going on here. You are the apple in my life. The sunshine in my heart. Oh. All right, let's go ahead and boil these, uh, simmer, simmer these. Not kind of uh, sort of a stir fry these apples. So the apples in there, put a little cube of butter in there. All right, a little cinnamon, a little cinnamon. Okay. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's make the little, the little, uh, get some uh, bread and put it in the blender here. All right. Okay. Mix that up with the blender. All right, get the blender there. All right, let's work on those clouds here. Four miles an hour, we're doing it all. You can do it all too, you know. Uh, don't, don't, don't fret if it doesn't work out. Okay. Okay. Sugar, sugar, ba 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 ba. Baby, baby, do 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 do. All right, put it in the oven now for 30 minutes at 350. Okay. Let's work on our painting here. Get some grays, dark. Oh, ominous clouds, but but they already did their job. They did some rain last night. They're not doing any more rain now. They're just moving on. They're moving to another what? Uh, part of the world. What do I think of the Palooka, Bill? They're doing their thing, baby. as we all do. Until next time, do your thing, baby. Do it all. You can do it all. Yes, you can. Yes, we can. Carpe diem. Bye-bye, Mr. Lesbane. Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com. There's one particular road in New Jersey that seems to just strike terror into the hearts of all who travel it. Clinton Road, a lonely 10-mile stretch of asphalt through the wilds of West Milford, has been attracting late-night thrill-seekers for generations. It's fraught with perilous curves, and Satan worshippers seem to hide behind every tree. Salvate omnis. Sacrificed goats, chickens, and even human remains litter the forest floor. And black pickup trucks driven by lunatics chase innocent teenagers over the pothole-ridden pavement. Fearsome hellhounds are said to roam the woods. Believed by some to be the feral descendants of the wolves that escaped from nearby jungle habitat long ago. <laughs> Way back in 1905, one historian wrote, It was never advisable to pass through the five-mile woods after dark. Why? For they were infested with bands of robbers. To say nothing of the witches that held their nightly dances and carousels. <laughs> and the ghost that then made their appearance in such frightful form that it was more terrifying to the peaceful inhabitants than the wild animals or even the Indians that often passed. 
you'll find the ruins of a mysterious stone castle in the woods off Clinton Road. Fire destroyed much of the wooden structure in 1917, leaving just the stone walls intact. Visitors to the unholy edifice have reported witnessing groups of people dressed in robes chanting in tongues around bonfires. When a demolition crew came to tear down the castle, they discovered strange writings on the stone walls of the dungeon-like basement. When deciphered, it turned out to be the satanic scriptures of Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan, the Lex Satanicus. Encyclopedia Britannica. The ghost of a young boy haunts a bridge at the bend in the road known as Dead Man's Curve. If you throw a coin off the bridge, the child's reflection will appear in the water. Then the coin will be tossed back to the one who threw it. Peer over the guardrail and you'll see dozens of coins resting at the bottom of the stream below. Could all these tales of supernatural occurrences just be the product of overactive imaginations? I don't know. Or is Clinton Road really New Jersey's scariest byway? Only those who have taken this dark ride for themselves know for sure. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran. Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. Today we look at the similarities between the Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars song from 2014, Uptown Funk, and its similarities to an R&B hit by the Gap Band from 1979 called Oops Upside Your Head. Ow. Ronson and Mars' song has been a staggering success. Just how huge has it been? Oh no! Well, upon its release in November of 2014, it held the number one spot on the U.S. Billboard Singles Chart for 14 weeks. 14. Yeah. It spent an incredible 31 weeks in the Billboard Top 10. Incredible. Yeah. Tying for the all-time record with Leanne Rimes' 1997 hit "How Can I Live." Best known for producing Amy Winehouse's retro soul Back to Black album. He left no time to Bronson has an undeniable talent for presenting soul, R&B, and disco styles of yesteryear in a way that's appealing to today's listener. Meanwhile, Bruno Mars' many hits are evidence that he has immersed himself in old-school funk and R&B. Absolutely. His song Treasure sounds like it could have been recorded in 1979. His recent Silk Sonic project with Anderson Pack paid loving tribute to the soul groups of the early 70s. Although the Gap Band regularly topped the Billboard R&B singles and album charts in the late 1970s and throughout the 1980s, the success was strangely not replicated on the pop charts. For instance, Oops Upside Your Head reached number four on the Billboard R&B chart, but failed to even crack the top 100 pop chart. This is likely explained by the fact that U.S. radio was segmented at the time into strict formats, and the Gap Band was pegged as an urban act. Even so, the Gap Band scored two top pop hits in 1982, Early in the Morning, and the dance floor filling, You Dropped the Bomb on Me. The 
Uptown Funk You Up lines in Uptown Funk were clearly lifted from Oops Upside Your Head. Clearly. This resulted in the authors of Oops now being credited with Uptown Funk. These included Charlie Wilson, Ronnie Wilson, Robert Wilson, Rudolph Taylor, and Gap Band producer Al Simmons. What's up? Their names were added to a list that also included the two composers of Trinidad James' 2012 hit All Gold Everything, which contained the lines... Don't Believe Me, Just Watch, which inspired Ronson and Mars in the first place. Thus, Uptown Funk is now credited to an astonishing 11 different composers and counting. Until the next time, this is Tim English with Soundalikes. Say oops, upside your head. 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 Radio station is WGAP. Say oops, upside your head. Say oops, upside your head. Now on all you gappers and you finger snappers, you toe tappers, and you love lappers, I want y'all to say this with me. Say Thanks, Clay. My pleasure, Chucky. And looking to the weather for the rest of the week, I mean... What? I know I'm not here to do the weather, but last I checked, Hurricane Nicole is looking pretty threatening, and, you know, it amazes me how big those storms can be. So many things going on here, from storm surge flooding to wind damage all the way up even in toward New England. Florida gets the worst of it, of course, but those rains can travel all the way up the coast and hit us here in greater Jersey City land. And then once the storm passes, you can go count umbrella corpses outside the path station. Ichi, ni, san, yon. Which brings us to our word of the week, umbrella. They've fascinated everyone from Eric Satie to Rihanna, and wow, what a revelation it must have been when the first waterproof parasols hit the market. Yeah. <sighs> The umbrella has been around for about 4,000 years, originating in China, and has gone by a number of names, including Gamps, Brawley, and Bumbershoot. But the modern steel-ribbed, collapsible, water-resistant model that we know and uh, like well enough, I guess, started coming into being in the mid-19th century. The name itself, though, dates back to about the year 1600, and is derived from the Latin word umbra, meaning shade or shadow. Shadow nose. 
Interestingly enough, that root also gives us the word umbrage, with the sense of being slighted as being left in the shadows, which is not too far from the contemporary phrase throwing shade, which of course means to insult someone subtly or even without saying anything. I wanted all Rihanna songs. I didn't want the generic pop record that Kesha or Lady Gaga or Katy Perry could just do. Another thing Rihanna knows a thing or two about. Throwing shade. Um, what? Not that I know anything about all that. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Clay. I certainly enjoyed Halloween as a boy. Oh, I did too, Don. I love it, Daddy. Ha ha, Cindy. <laughs> Look at your little princess outfit. I'm going to go trick-or-treating. Bring us home some good candy, Cindy. Ah, and I've told you to stay away from the kids' candy. <laughs> Mom eats most of our candy. Well, you obviously eat your share, Gary. What are you going as, Gary? I'm a human... What's that outfit? A human donut. Oh, boy, Don. mine's going no, to... No, Don. Tubby. Gary. Gary shouldn't be a donut. But I like donuts. The symbolism, Gary. When they think of you, Gary, they'll think of donuts. But everybody loves... Those donuts. That is true, Don. Young man needs a warrior's outfit. Warriors? No. Come out to play. No, Gary. A cowboy. No, I don't want... Fucking bronco riding cowboy. <laughs> I don't want to be a cowboy. We can make chaps out of one of the old cat blankets. Yes, be creative. He could ride Mr. Stanley's mule. I don't want to ride a mule. That is a cute idea, Don. I'll call Mr. Stanley right now. No, Dad, don't call him. I don't want to ride a mule. I want to go on a mule ride, Daddy. See, Gary... Even Cindy's not afraid to ride the mule. Well, any boy that won't Big, ride a mule. Smelling, I, twitching. I just don't know. Meet you around and bite you with those horrible flat teeth. Oh, the mule won't bite you, Gary. Mule will bite you hard if it can. It will. Don. He's a grass eater, so it won't See? puncture the skin. But puncture. you'll be left with horrible bruises should he bite you, Gary. Oh, Gary, it happens once in a blue moon. I want to wear my donut outfit. No, what's that around your neck, Gary? Well, Don, I, I... Mom, put your hemorrhoid donut around my neck. But I always need that. Don, you're not presently suffering, are you? Don, you know I get flare-ups. I hate when he has flare-ups. Sometimes, Don, I think you... No. Well, I think you use those flare-ups as a, a reason oh, to... Oh, Han, you know if I... Insert a tux in short order. I'm back in the swing. What's a tux? Hemorrhoid medicine, Gary. Quiet. I think we could just stop by Mr. Stanley's place. The little white... He'll let us borrow the mule. Candies in the bathroom, Mom. Gary, you didn't eat those. I remember my first mule ride. I... They made my tongue and lips numb. Gary ate your tux. My mini hemorrhoid pads. Like little wafers, individually wrapped, and I didn't know. I just... You don't think it could hurt him, do you, Don? It's not the tux that's going to hurt him. Oh, Dad, no. I mean, there might be some caustic chemical in it. It's that old mule's bite when he turns around. I don't and... want the mule to bite me. I want to ride the mule. Oh, Gary, even Cindy wants to ride the mule. Swing around side saddle. Swing around Gary, if he tries to... I don't know how it... Probably won't bite him, Don. Nothing like a Halloween mule ride. Yay! No! Good morning, Clay Pigeon and glisteners of all stripes. Good morning. Scott Williams here with another episode of WFMU's The Hit List. You think you've heard it more than a time or two across multiple WFMU shows? Absolutely. That's a hit. Ah! 
Quake producer Jeremy B is certain he's heard Silver Apples way more than a time or two across nearly every WFMU show. And he's right. Silver Apples formed in New York City in 1967 by drummer Danny Taylor and Simeon Cox, who played 1940s-era electronic oscillators triggered with telegraph keys and pedals. Eventually, he had stacked so many of these oscillators that it became its own instrument. The unwieldy yet totally unique Simeon. I am Simeon. I am Simeon. Before splitting up in 1970, Silver Apples released two albums of otherworldly electronic motoric space rock that predated Suicide, Can, and even Hawkwind. This, I didn't think much of a plan, really. I thought, live fast, keep going. It's much more fun. Fast forward to 1996 or so, and our guy Fabio is doing his WFMU marathon show. A guy named Danny Taylor calls in a pledge. After the show, Fabio calls him back and says, Are you that Danny Taylor? And he was! Because of course he was! Of course. Fabio also happened to know Simeon through New York City art and music circles. I am Simeon. And he put the two back in touch, leading to the completion and release of the long, unfinished third album. Some touring and a rebirth of interest in Silver Apples for a new generation. Including a performance live in our Monty Hall. Sadly, both Simeon and Danny have since departed this realm, entering the canon of what? 100% deceased bands. That bums me out. Me too. Me too. So before we end this episode, let's recall a surprisingly 100% living band. <laughs> the Fleetwoods. <gasps> Three singing teenagers who had a string of hits in 1959 and 1960 are all still kicking. Can you think of more? Our guardian star lost all his glow the day that I lost you. Friends, this here's Silver Apples with Program on WFMU's The Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you at 3 o'clock this afternoon on your radio today. Bye. George was here. 
Of all the dangers lurking in outer space that present a potential threat to us here on Earth, like coronal mass ejections being blasted out by the sun, or potentially hazardous fast-moving rogue asteroids, and short-period comets that cross Earth's orbit each year. Rocket boosters and space debris are currently low on the list of concerns when it comes to potential hazardous objects, those things that could possibly come crashing down on us. And although last week's uncontrolled re-entry of a 23-ton Chinese rocket stage wasn't considered too much of a worry, Why? most scientists concluded that the chance of someone being struck by parts Ow. that didn't burn up in the atmosphere was small. small. As the number of launches and the size of launch vehicles rapidly increases, it's important to have a plan to keep a safe and sustainable environment here on Earth. We all agree on that. To stop the risks of falling space junk from increasing. That's why scientists from NASA and the European Space Agency are hoping to convince China's National Space Administration to follow their lead. We can do great with China. By incorporating a reaction control system like those being incorporated into Western rockets so that all future launch boosters can monitor and make adjustments to the spacecraft's re-entry trajectory so objects pulling back to Earth can be steered away from populated areas. Excellent. And regarding next week's scheduled Artemis One launch, designers of NASA's Space Launch System are confident that what? nobody needs to worry about the upcoming flight as the rocket's boosters and center core stage will be directed to impact a specific unpopulated area in the ocean where it won't affect anyone. This is George for Wake Science. And now, here is a man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. Happy Wednesday morning to you. I hope everybody's feeling absolutely perfect. Boys and girls, what did I promise you yesterday? Remember I told you if you would have Mother right by the television, that I would have my white German shepherd do a new trick. If you'll go get Mother now, go get Mother wherever she is. Go run and get her. Come on. That's it. How about over in the corner there, over there? And look, don't turn the dial. Please keep the dial right where it is. Hap, come. Come on. Come on, boy. Now, you know, Hap is a very big dog. He's a white German Shepherd, and uh, I've taught him to sit up. It's very difficult for a dog this size to sit up. Hap, come on, boy. Sit up. Come on, boy. Sit up. Come on, sit up. Stay. 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 Got up, boy. Okay, Happy. <laughs> That's something. You gotta give him credit. Nice going, Happy, old boy. You know what he does now? He goes over and sleeps. He has his exercise early in the morning, about 5 o'clock. I take him for this long run, and the rest of the time, he's content to kind of sleep and take it easy. That's why he's growing so fast. All right, come on now. A little warm-up. The first thing we're going to do is just to put your arms right down to your side, and we're going to lift the one knee into your chest, then the other knee into your chest. This is wonderful. Get up out of the chair. Give me a big smile. Come on, let's go. One, two, three, four. One, two. I'm sorry, David. David Bacall, doing such a wonderful job there at the organ playing music for it. And I still see some of your students, you're just sitting around, you know, your cigarettes and your coffee. Oh, I can't do that, I feel so. <laughs> Come on now, get off of those big back porches and get to work. Come on, I mean, get to play. Let's go. One, two, three, 
four, one, two, three, four, up, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, some for the bus line and back of the arms, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, and rest, one, two, inhale, blow it out. There are a lot of you students right now that are goofing off. You're sitting in your chair, you're not doing the exercise right. Mrs. Jones, you've been bending your knee and you haven't been concentrating on these exercises, have you? And all you sitters, get up on your feet. All right, now we understand each other, let's go. Now, Aunt Kate Coughlin, please get out of that chair. I know you can do this. Aunt Kate, come on now. That's it. Don't be afraid now. You know, you're not as old as you think you are. You're just getting started. A lot of you students, you live on soft drinks, cigarettes, coffee. Remember, oh, this body of mine is not made of cigarettes and coffee. I'm not uh, disapproving of you smoking and all that stuff. That's your business. But cut down. Cut down on your cigarette smoking and all your uh, other overindulgences and see if you don't get in condition much Faster. Now let's work on it. Remember, all these exercises we're doing up here are just not for the overweight girls. It's for everyone to help you to gain weight, lose weight, or reproportion your body. So go along with us. So many of you students, you have written me hundreds and hundreds of letters. Jack, if you only had a phonograph record. So I have made a record, students. On one side of it, a special exercise for the hips. On the other side, special exercise for the waist because those are the two parts of the body that you gals seem to want to improve more than anything else. So that's what this record is. And you know what my watch says? It's time to leave you. Thank you, Jack LaLanne, for another inspiring half hour. Glisteners, Zoe here. Begin to sense your exhaled. Expand your breath and personal energy field beyond your body. With your breath, create a bubble with you in the center. The walls of the bubble create a thin shield of glowing orange light surrounding you completely in a sacred and undisturbed space. Inside this space, take slow, deep breaths through the left and right sides of your body, one side at a time. With your exhale, release your breath into earth through the soles of your feet. The energy traveling through you may tingle or feel warm, cool, electric, or pulsing. Take an inventory of any sensations and feelings both internally and externally. Stay focused on the present by reconnecting with your breath. As you inhale, bring in the energy of balance. As you exhale, release any need to control attachments, outcomes, or timelines. With your exhale, open yourself up to receiving. Welcome a go-with-the-flow attitude. Intend to release negative thought patterns and breathe in nurturing care for your spirit. With each exhale, the light within your sacral bubble glows brighter. Notice the radiant outline of your orange sacral bubble. Breathe deeply into the new harmony of your sacral chakra, the muscles in your back, hips, and abdomen. Notice the elevated frequency of energy flowing through your body. Thank yourself for making space to nurture yourself today. Sending you all my love and peace today, dear glisteners.
So I guess we're doing a rerun this week, huh? Well, there's probably no way we no could... No way we could do one, huh? Oh, Dinky, there's no tie. I was hoping to get a nap Nobody's in, but... napping, Redemaker. Dink... We're gonna do this thing. There's no time, Dinky. 2.46 a.m. 3 hour 14. That's not enough till, time. Till showtime, yeah. Dinky. I personally need way, Shut more, up. way more time for preparation. Shut up, Rademaker. Yeah. Now's not the time for you, Rex. Well, I am on this team. Legacy. Your Uncle Dirk was, He's a, a, ground, was a ground reporter. He was a ground reporter. That he was a good one. You work with Dirk Rademacher, Dinky? Old Uncle Dirk. Worked many years with him. I never knew that, Dinky. Uncle Dirk was a... There are many mysteries. Steady. About me, Connie. Ding. Yet to unfold. Dinky. <laughs> Oh, Dinky. Very steady fellow, Uncle. I think we're done talking about your Uncle Dirk, Rademacher. You exhausted us with that one, Rex. I'm proud of the work well, he... he was something, Rademacher. He distinguished himself, Rex. Well, I feel like I... Rademacher. With my many years... Don't do this. ...of royal service... Rex, don't have... Jesus. Have... That's the problem, Rex. <laughs> he snaps, Connie. Going along fine, and then he just Hold snaps. On. I'll tase him... Oh, Dinky. I could have punched him. Is he okay? Well, he's breathing. We live our lives. From one breath to the next. Never knowing. When we close our eyes to sleep if we'll awaken. Or if the Lord above's indeed forsaken us for our violation of trust. Now we're on some bus being taken to a facility and we amble towards our barracks with the best of our ability and we're weakened and we're weary for the journey has been long in the darkness from my bunk mate comes the loneliest of songs i can see his face but i can sense his tears this turn of events no one did foresee advancing through the years and the ranks and now the advancing tanks and that's the thanks you get for believing messages can be deceiving and the lies which are repeated are the lies of the defeated one would hope as the submarine of love up Periscope. Dinky, I think we're gonna. Why'd you taste What'd me? you say, Connie? I think we're gonna make it. I think you can just take. He's an interrupter. Oh, Dinky. <laughs> You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. <laughs> It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called.
me the bitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.